to the Build a Life After Loss podcast, uplifting support for your grief and healing journey. We're here to encourage your hope in the future and strengthen your confidence so that you can build a life of purpose and joy. I'm your host, Julie Clough. Hello, my friends. Welcome to episode 82, five ways to increase your motivation in a pandemic. In a pandemic, that's where we find ourselves right now, don't we? All right, I've been telling you about my book. I got another book report for you. It's just like second grade. (laughs) Is that when we started doing book reports? I can't remember. The pre-order is available on the website. You can go on the website, buildalifeafterloss.com, and you can download the first chapter. You can download the first chapter, the introduction, the chapter what is that called? The contents, the table of contents. And you can take a look at what's coming, what's coming in July. Also, we're getting ready for the June Build a Life After Loss virtual workshop. We just, when you, by the time you listen to this, I'm recording this before the May workshop, but by the time you're listening to this, by the time this goes live, we'll already be past that one. So we're setting up for the June workshop. And this is, these workshops are designed, they're interactive, they're live, they're virtual, so you can participate as little or as much as you want to. And this is where you get to apply what you're learning on the podcast. Like we dive deeper and I get to share with you visuals of what I'm talking about. So it's like really sinks in and we, and we just, we go deeper and you really learn how to use what you're learning. And I found last month that the discount that I offered, the discount code that I offered that allowed you to register for only $5, only $5. The workshops are typically $27. That is the full price of the workshop. It's got a value much greater than that, but that's, that's the regular price. And right now, for a limited time, you can register. So do this today for only $5. Huge, huge discount. It's like 20% of the original price. And to do that, you're going to use promo code SPECIAL02. That's the word SPECIAL and the numbers 02. And that is the, the code to get that workshop for only $5. So jump on there and get that now. The links are in the show notes. So do that now. And if you can't join us live, no problem. We're going to send you the recording the very next day after the workshop. We'll send you the recording. So you can watch it live. You can interact. You can choose not to. Then you can get the recording. You can go back, re-listen to the things that you wanted to hear again, take screenshots of the diagrams, do the work again, however you want to use that. It's yours. It's yours. So I want to ask you a question. Have you ever been on a road trip? You're on this road trip. You know where you are. You know where you're headed. You're halfway to your destination. You're, you can see, like, you know where you're headed. You know what city you're going to. You know what house you're going to. You know where you're going. But all of a sudden, like you got the GPS rolling 
and and you're driving down the road and all of a sudden the road is washed out in front of you. Like there is no using that road. It's just gone. It's just gone. I, I, I guess that's my Florida and Texas coming out of me when you had bad storms or you had a hurricane or flooding, the roads could be just damaged and you couldn't travel on them. But you're traveling along, you're, you're halfway to your destination and the road's washed out and, and you've lost, you've lost the road, you've lost the path. You can't, you can't go in the direction that you planned on going. Your GPS is still telling you to go that way because it has no idea that the road is gone and there's no signs that say detour this way. So you feel lost. You feel confused. You're not sure you can get where you're going. You've like, you've just lost direction completely. And that is how I felt when the pandemic hit. And maybe that's how you felt too. Like you're going along and you kind of know how life goes. And maybe you had some goals and some things that you were working towards and you were you were slowly working towards those goals and you know, you knew where you're going and occasionally you'd make missteps, but you'd adjust just like the GPS recalculating, recalculating. And you'd adjust and you were, you were still headed in that direction. And then everything changed like overnight, everything changed and, and you lost your direction and you lost your path and you, you like, everything changed and the road was washed out. The path was gone. And maybe you felt lost even before all this happened. Maybe you were in this, in this state of dealing with grief where you already felt confused. You already felt like you didn't know what to do next. You didn't know what to do next, which is so common, so common to feel that way. You know, as I'm working with clients, it's one of the things that we talk about is the, is the confusion, the disorientation of grief and how to find our footing again and how to find our direction again. But the pandemic has created a whole new, a whole new case of confusion, a whole new case of not knowing how we're supposed to act in this new world. Like everything changed overnight, immediately. Like it was just, it's just really been surreal. And nobody, nobody that's alive that I know of has lived through a pandemic. Maybe if you lived in another country and there was a, a regional pandemic or a regional situation that was similar, but no one I know has ever lived through anything like this before. And this is global. It's affected our economy. It's affected our health. It's affected our sense of safety. It's affected everything. And so this is, this is new territory. This is new territory. So we have to figure out like, how are we going to navigate this new territory? And when we lack direction and the road is washed out. We don't know where we're going. We don't, you know, we're trying to figure out our new, new circumstances. A lot of times people like to say the new normal. I don't really love that term, but I don't know why, but anyway, maybe you do. That's okay too. So they're trying to find their new normal. They're trying to find their footing 
And when we lack direction, when we lack a, a direction, like we lack where we're headed, when we lack where we're headed, when we lack vision, we lose our way because we don't even have a way. And our motivation plummets. Motivation is just, is, is socked in the gut. It's just the motivation is gone. And Gordon Livingston, in his book, Too Soon Old, Too Late Smart, he, he says the three components of happiness are something to do, someone to love, and something to look forward to. Now think about those three things. Something to do, someone to love, and something to look forward to. And I would love to be talking to you eye to eye, face to face, knee to knee, and hear what's happening, what your circumstances are, what your situation is, where, where you find yourself. I would love to have that conversation. But so I don't know exactly what your circumstances are, but I do know, I do know that the circumstances that we find ourselves in the world has changed are, are something to do. Like if you were doing something before, that's something, something that you looked forward to, something that created some confidence in you, something that created some motivation in you. If you had something that you were doing before, that might have changed. You might have lost your job. You might have lost your hobby. You might have lost, like I, I think I told you before when this all started and my husband and I took a little drive out to Park City, which isn't far from where we live. Park City, Utah is a ski resort town. And I don't ski, but as we drove through that town and I saw the slopes empty, I saw the slopes empty. I started crying. Like it made me so sad to see those slopes empty. It was just, to me, it was a representation of everything that had been lost because everything was shut down. Everything was shut down or or almost everything was shut down. So something to do has changed. Someone to love. Maybe you are now in close quarters with your family. So you still have someone to love, but you're missing people that aren't in your immediate family that you're not able to interact with. Or maybe you experienced a loss before this even happened. So you're already missing that. And then the last thing that he mentioned was something to look forward to. This is huge under the circumstances that we find ourselves in. What are you looking forward to? And that was a big piece of what I was missing when this all started happening was because I was, I had all of these things in front of me that I was looking forward to. And overnight it all changed. And some of those things went away. And, and I thought, well, what, what can I look forward to? What can I, I don't know what the world is going to look like in three months and six months and a year. I don't know. So what do I look forward to? So those were the things that that we have to rebuild. We have to rebuild. We have to rethink about like something to do. What can we do under the new circumstances? What can we look forward to under the new circumstances? 
So how do you rebuild your motivation, slowly rebuild your motivation? And motivation is going to look different from ev- for everyone. So really think about what motivation means to you. What, what does that look like? It doesn't have to be huge. It's just like, how many people have I heard say, what's the point in getting up in the morning? What's the point of even getting up in the morning? There's no place to go. There's nothing to look forward to. There's nothing to do. Depending on your circumstances, that might be where you find yourself. Or you might find yourself in a whole different situation where you're, you're still busy or you're busier than you've ever been. But things have changed. Things have changed. So the things that we looked forward to, we're not sure if they're going to be there in six months or a year. So you've got to readjust. So you slowly rebuild your motivation by looking at these different components. So the first piece that I want to, I'm going to, I'm going to share with you five ways to increase your motivation. So there's a push energy and there's a pull energy. I want to talk about those two different things, push energy and pull energy. Let's say you go to the doctor and the doctor says, Hey, you have this ailment. You have this, whatever diagnosis that he gives you. And it's, and it's an ailment. They say, and the doctor says, Hey, if you do A, B, and C, if you do these three steps, then you can get better. You can get better. So they might give you certain things to eat. Uh, it depends on what it is, right? They might give you ointments to, to put on. They might give you, um, medications to take, whatever it is. They're going to, the doctor might suggest these things, these things to, to, to move away from that ailment and to reclaim the health that you lost with the ailment. So that is push energy because what it is, is you're moving away from that ailment. You're moving away from it. So you're being, you're wanting to separate yourself. You're wanting to push yourself away from that situation. So you follow those steps in order to push away. Okay. I wish I could show this to you. I have a diagram. (laughs) You can't see my diagram, but if you, if you think about somebody being pushed away from something, but a lot of times push energy isn't enough. How many times have you known somebody, or maybe you've had this experience where, you know, the doctor says, Hey, this is what's happening. And you need to do A, B, and C in order to get over it, but you don't feel the made motivation to do A, B, and C. It's because all you're depending on is the push energy that the doctor is giving you. He's giving you push energies. Like if you want to move away from this situation, then you need to do these things. But pull energy is when you put, it's kind of the, (laughs) it's kind of the carrot, you know, it's the thing in front of you that you're going towards. So you've got push energy moving you away from something you don't want, moving away from something you don't want, and then you have pull energy pulling you to something you do want. So what would pull energy look like in that same scenario? Let's, let's just go back to a health issue. You have that same scenario. The doctor is saying, do these things in order to, to move away from the thing you don't want. 
But then you need to create something that you're moving towards. So maybe you're moving towards the ability to run a 5K. So you combine the push energy of moving away from something you don't want, the ailment you don't want, with the pull energy of training for a 5K or whatever makes sense in your situation, whatever makes sense. Like you want to go, you want to be able to hike with your family or you want to be able to, we talked about skiing, you want to be able to ski when the next ski season opens. And so that's your pull energy. It's pulling you towards something you want. Push energy is pushing you away from something you don't want. Pull energy is pushing you towards something you do want. So in most cases, in most cases, when there's something that you, that you want to accomplish, there's both push and pull. So you might make a list of what is the push energy? What is the thing that you don't want, that you don't want, identify a list, make a list of the things that you don't want about your current situation, and then create a vision of what you do want. And you'll have both, you'll have both push and pull energy to move you forward. The third thing, so those are the first two to, to help you rebuild your motivation. And that's one thing that I really had to do when I found myself in the first couple of weeks of the pandemic, I found myself feeling pretty unmotivated and feeling like, you know, what's, I might as well sit and watch Netflix because everything has changed and I'm not sure how to get back on the road again. My road's washed out. <laughs> so, and if you're still experiencing that, that's okay. Experiencing that, that's okay. Totally okay. But if you're wanting to start feeling better, if you're wanting to start, you know, doing those things like Gordon Livingston said, the three components of happiness are something to do, someone to love and something to look forward to. So I had to, I had to, I had to reimagine where I was headed and what I wanted in the new environment. And once I got clear on that again, my motivation returned. My motivation totally returned. So another thing that can really help you with your motivation is your environment. What is it that you're wanting? How can you change your environment to support what you're wanting? Okay, so I mentioned before, you want to run a 5K. Let's say that that's somehow like gaining that strength again is important to you. So you set a goal to run a 5k as, as something to, to, that's the goal. And then your steps to, to actually be able to do that is you need to train. So in order to train, you set up a training schedule and you decide you're going to run a half a block the first day. That's how I'd have to start a half a block the first day and then two blocks the second day and so forth, whatever your training schedule is. So you have your goal and then you have your steps to get there. And then you set up your environment to help you accomplish that goal. So how could you set up your environment? Well, some of the things that you can do is make sure you have the proper shoes and then you set them out the night before. And then every morning when you wake up, the first thing you do is you put your shoes on and that gets you started because the starting is the hardest part. With anything that we do, 
if we can just get started, we can get through it. Like if we can just, if we can go into the kitchen and put the first dish in the dishwasher, that's the hardest part. And then it's like, oh, okay, I'll put the rest in. If we can put on our shoes in the morning, that will get us started for the next step. It sets us up for success. So look at your environment, think about what you want, where you want to go, and think about your environment. So if you are wanting to, let's say you're wanting to be healthier, you're, you're wanting to run the 5k. I mean, even that is it, you're wanting to be healthier and you know that all the snack foods that you're eating are not helping you to feel good. And so how can you clean up your environment? Cause if it's there in the environment, if it's not there in the environment, it's a lot easier to avoid. If it's right there sitting on your counter, it's a lot harder to avoid. So how can you, what are the things that you can do? Think about where your push energy, your pull energy, like what are you moving away from? What are you moving towards? And how can you set up your environment to support you in moving forward? Number four is what is the next step? What is the next action? We'll just go back to the 5k again. The goal is to run the 5k, let's say in three months. Then we set up the steps and then what's my next step? Sometimes it's not as clear. Something like running a 5k, there's apps for that. You can, you can download an app. I think there's an app called couch to 5k or something like that. You can download an app and it will tell you what the next step is. And sometimes it's not quite that simple. Sometimes you need, you need help and you're like, okay, what is the next step? Let me ask somebody that's already done this and they can help me map out what the next step is. If we just go from where we are right now and say, say you haven't been running at all and, and you want to run a 5k, you, there's steps in between. It's not like you make a decision and then you just get there. There's steps in between. So figure out what those steps are and start taking small action. Action is huge. When you start taking action, you start bringing into, into the present, you start bringing into reality the things that you want. So taking action, you, you may be saying right now, but if I was motivated, I would take action. Yes and no. If you're lacking motivation, it's because you're lacking direction. You haven't set up your environment to support you in the direction you want to go. And you haven't even started taking the smallest steps in the direction you want to go. It's not about big, huge jumps. It's small steps. Small steps that get you there. That's how you do it. And then the fifth thing that will really help you build your motivation is you claim progress on everything that you do. You claim progress. I, I can't even tell you how many times I talk to a client and they, they don't see all the wins that they've had. They don't, they don't even recognize them. And I know I've talked about this before, but it's so important, so important that you recognize and you claim your progress. If you got up in the morning, claim that as progress. 
If you put your tennis shoes on, we're going to go back to the 5k again. If you put your tennis shoes on, that's progress. Think every little thing, claim it as progress. We do so much. You do so much. You don't even recognize what you do. If you sat down right now and you wrote out everything that you did today, you would be amazed. And yet you discount everything that you did. You discount all of it. You Maybe you made dinner for your family. I don't care if it was scrambled eggs or if it was a gourmet pot roast meal, <laughs> whatever it was. Maybe you made sandwiches. That's success. That's progress. Every little action we take is progress. So claim it. When you claim it, that builds your confidence. It builds your motivation. So the five things are identify the pull energy. What are you moving away from? What is it that you don't want? You won't really want to identify that. Identify your push energy. Where are you, where are you headed? Where do you want to go? What's that shiny object out there that you want? Where are you headed? What's your direction? What's your look? What's the direction that you're going? The third thing is your environment. Look at your environment. How can you change just one thing? Just do one thing to change your environment. The fourth is action. Take the smallest step. Let's take the smallest step. And the fifth is to claim progress. Claim your success all the way along the way. I've had a busy day today. I mean, it's been a fun day. Did some fun things. But if I sat down, if I sat down, because I, I did feel like at one point in the day, I felt like I got behind. Like I, I made some decisions that pushed my day out so that I didn't get things I didn't get things done in a, in the timely manner that I wanted to get them done. And so I could focus on that and focus on the fact that, Hey, I, I didn't get this done when I wanted to. And so I'm going to end up working later than I typically do. And I could focus on that and be disappointed. Or I could say, look at all the things that I did. Look at all the things that I did. Like I could write out a list. And, and what we focus on expands. So if we focus on our failures, the thing, well, the things that we identify as failures, because really, is it a, is it a failure? No. Would I do it differently if I thought about it? Is it, is it something that I want to adjust? Do I want to, do I, I want to be constantly, I am constantly reviewing how I spent my day and how I could plan better, how I could schedule better, how I could, I could do things better. But it doesn't mean that I did anything wrong. I don't know if I'm making any sense now or if I'm just rambling, but just claim your progress. Claim everything that you did. You brushed your teeth, claim it. You washed your face, claim it. If you got dressed, claim it. If you got up in the morning, claim it as progress, claim it as success. Those are the things that will build your confidence and build your motivation. Okay. All right. I want to talk to you about a discovery call. You know, you know, I work with clients and you're wondering, 
how can I work with Julie? And that is your very first step is just go to the show notes and schedule a discovery call. It is completely free to you. And we just, we just talk, we just talk. We, I, we get to know each other. I learn what's happening for you, what you, what you don't like about what's happening, what you do like about what's happening and, and what, what you'd like to see change in the future. We'll talk about that and see if it's a good fit. And if it is, we'll talk about that. But schedule your discovery call if we haven't talked already. I just love working with each of you. So it's it's been amazing to get to know you. And if you want to make sure you're getting all the news, all the stuff, all the updates, because honestly, sometimes the website, go to the latest episode, it will have the latest links on the website, but sometimes it's it, everything's not always on the website. But if you want to get the latest, get on the mailing list so you don't miss anything, and then you're going to get our emails, but then you have to open the emails or you still don't know anything, but I, I just love being here with you every week. I hope that you are being good to yourself. Be good to yourself. You are worth the effort. You are worth the investment of being good to yourself. It's the most important thing you can do. I love you. I believe in you. Bye. Bye.